0: So in the morning, he wakes up because he needs to you know, drain the lizard, and he looks down, he sees the blue ribbon, and he says, Laddie, I don't know where you've been, but I see you won first prize. Hello, I'm Tony, and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the premier show for Jeep enthusiasts and hardcore off-roaders. Whether you're new to the Jeep world or a seasoned Jeeper, we've got you covered with the latest news, tips, and advice to help you get the most out of your Jeep. On tonight's episode... Well, it's all Easter Jeep Safari. It's the Easter Jeep Safari channel. All Ge- Easter Jeep Safari all the time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We've got exclusive Jeep news from the one, the only, the Easter Jeep Safari that just happened in Moab, Utah. And I kind of quite understand that some, maybe some people don't know where it's held. But, boy, what a gorgeous, gorgeous environment it was
1: are you ready it's time for the
2: jeep talk show with hosts tony josh wendy and chuck
1: well howdy it's wendy and i know it's tuesday but this week you'll need to catch my segment on thursday and i do have an update for you so check it out
2: hey i'm josh and i do not name jeeps <laughs> wait wait <yeah.
0: phone rings> yes I, I agree with that <laughs>
2: Well, uh, this is something that you uh, may agree with or not, but there was a concept Jeep that almost wasn't, and it's an interesting story, and we here at the Jeep Talk Show have the exclusive. Now, the Easter Jeep Safari has just happened, unless you've been uh, sleeping under a rock for the last 10 days. Uh, You you probably know this already, and it was an epic one to say the least, and not just because it was the first year that, that the Jeep talk show in its decade plus history has been able to make it to the mecca of North American Jeep events. No, it's because there is a secret that many of you, even those who went to Moab, Utah for the event, likely don't even know about. One thing that is known, however, is Jeep's fascination for the Easter egg. Little hidden gems that once found give you a sense of wonder and accomplishment all at once. It's fun for both the hider and the finder uh, all at the same time. Some people have taken to the internet to turn this into a whole following, and as Jerry Seinfeld would say, that's fine if you're into that sort of thing. A history deeper than that uh, of this show is Jeep's offerings for concept vehicles that they bring to each and every Easter Jeep Safari. And this year was no exception, with the automaker bringing seven total vehicles, uh, each as different as the next, and each telling its own story. The Magneto, now in its third iteration, has a three-chapter book going with more to come. The incredible 392 Scrambler concept, or the retro stylings of the 1987 Cherokee concept. That one got my eye and ended up being one of the crowd favorites as well. But one concept Jeep showed up that really didn't show much ingenuity and was more or less just a regular off-the-showroom-floor production model Jeep Wrangler 4XE. the only thing conceptual about it was the pinkish paint job a hodgepodge mix up of uh, furious fuchsia and plum crazy this one particular jeep is not what was originally planned to show up this jeep has a had a different interior for all of about five minutes just long enough to shoot some teaser pics to prove that they did it and then the concept was immediately abolished along with the name that for reasons of tact and decorum Stellantis would not allow repeated ah things get a little deeper now if dodge is the neck tattoo to Stellantis then jeep in this particular case was to be the nipple ring the concept was to showcase some design team's itch of an snm themed wrangler Complete with patterned black leather interior and metal buckle inserts. A shiny latex shift boot and a pink kissy lips air freshener and lipstick punk trunk in the cargo area are all that really give this away as the same Jeep minus all the fun parts. Jeep obviously ditched the name and swapped out the seats last minute and more or less swept this Jeep under the rug. But the one thing that they couldn't hide was the Easter egg. Hidden not in the punk-themed case in the rear that was sure to house all sorts of whips, chains, and other fetish-like accoutrements, but it was in the dash that the Easter egg would be found. In a modified version of the glove box, when opened, revealed a faux pink-fur-lined compartment neatly holding a bottle of gin. Kink. Brand gin, to be exact. Which, according to my limited research, isn't a real brand. (laughs) So, rumors have it that the original version of this Jeep did have a name, and I may have already let the proverbial cat out of the bag. Something tells me that this Jeep probably wouldn't have made it to the show at all, if not for the other hidden Easter egg. Seven. From the movie Seven. And in the most memorable quoted and memed scene of the movie, where Brad Pitt's character is emotionally asking his partner, WHAT'S IN THE BOX? This scene just so happens to appear in the form of a sticker on the box in the back of this Jeep.
1: Uh, are we supposed to comment after this? <laughs> what do you guys oh think goodness. of that? I, 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 I don't know, know if I have words. I'm looking at your pictures. I'm thinking, what did what did I just hear you say? Oh, my goodness.
0: I remember looking at the Jeep. Uh, it was a purple. Uh, it was it was pretty, but it wasn't anything that I thought was uh, anything that a color that I would want. It kind of reminded me of the Tuscadero pink. But it wasn't. It wasn't the same, obviously.
2: No, no, it w- it wasn't. It's kind of a, a a mix between two or three different uh, special edition colors, and I think that's about the only thing that was really conceptual about this Jeep, uh, other than the direction that uh, some design team wanted to wanted to take, uh, but wasn't allowed to.
0: But I will mention this: they had a. I mean, it just looked like a plain Jane Jeep uh, JLU to me, but it was just a stunning color of. What is it, team?
1: Escudero pink.
0: Red. Thank you. Oh,
1: red. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah it was gorgeous. And I uh, had to take a picture of it. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, oh, there you go. You can see it in the show notes. It, the, and the, the camera just doesn't do justification to it. It was like uh, uh, and that, that uranium uh, glowing green. This is like a, whatever a uranium glowing red would be.
2: So what you're saying is they may have put a couple extra coats of clear coat on this one to make the color just to seem a little bit deeper than it really is.
0: I don't know. It was it was really standing. In
2: well, the that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange one at that. So, I mean, honestly, did Jeep think this was going to fly and then what somebody higher up said, no, we can't do that?
2: That, that is ultimately, I think what happened is that a design team, um, was working on the concept. I think there may have been a little bit of a lack of oversight, at least initially or towards the end. There may have been a plan A and they slipped in a plan B at the very last minute. And mm-hmm. then, uh, oh, just kidding. We'll go back to what you guys want us to do. Uh, maybe it, it started off as a, a, as an April Fool's joke and, uh, and maybe some yeah. people thought, so funny uh so but no uh there there's definitely some um some rumors flowing around about this jeep i was able to well i can't tell you what i had to go through to get the details of
1: this (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i bet what's in the box josh
0: (laughs) so you're sitting on one of them hemorrhoid rings now is that uh, is that what you're saying (laughs) cannot confirm nor deny (laughs) exactly (laughs) but i'm not eating donuts for a month
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jeep Talk Show listener, as always, we are on the lookout for the latest and greatest news and tips to bring to you, our fellow Jeep enthusiast. And Do you have a news tip or a story, idea you think we should be covering here on the show? Whether it's a product release, something new, an upcoming event, a hot topic in the Jeep community, we want to hear from you. What's happening in your Jeep life as you see it? Head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact. Find out all the ways that you can contact us.
0: So, I have a complaint. What?
2: Um... <laughs>
1: Well, sorry. That's a Who are you and what have hit. you done with Tony? <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, sorry, there are no complaints this week. We're finished in full. <laughs> Check with us next week.
0: <laughs> so I packed my back scratcher that I keep right here on the, on the desk, and I didn't see it the whole week. I was in uh, uh, Easter Jeep Safari, and I don't know where it is. So, or i got to ask you say, this. But when you got back, there
2: it is on your desk. That's weird. No, no,
0: it's not here. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, So, what I'm asking is, I have a, a fork left over here. If oh I use gosh. the fork, can I scratch my back and then put it back in the rotation after it's washed? Yeah. Or does it have it's, to be thrown away?
1: It's oh, not after made for, so you cannot...
0: If my wife knows, it'll it'll be thrown away.
1: <laughs> it's awful, yes. I was, I was going to say, you need an
0: autoclave in that house in order to sanitize yeah, exactly. that, that fork. Jeep and Mo is going, it's a Jeep show. Talk about Jeeps, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> but talking about the forks. All right, so Easter Jeep Safari 2023. We say 2023 because there's no telling when you're listening to this episode. Oh, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> so, uh, went to Easter Jeep Safari. I went to Easter Jeep Safari for the first time, first time being in Moab, Utah, first time being in Utah. Uh, I, I think I have been in Colorado before. Uh, I drove through part of Colorado. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Just stunning. And I didn't even get to the really interesting part from, from what, I've, uh, what I've been told. And uh, New Mexico, uh, also very stunning. Texas, eh, I've seen Nox- Texas. Not so much. <laughs> I've never been to North Texas, though. And oh. uh, I think Amarillo, where uh, we stayed the night, uh, Bill, uh, Larry, and I uh, stayed the night, uh, it was uh, very smelly because there's about 27 million head of cattle all waiting to be taken taken out of Amarillo. And, boy, it was a place that skunks run away from. mm. So anyway, it was very nice. Uh, Bill had actually rented a, a house there in Amarillo for the night, and uh, Larry came came the way he was coming, and I followed Bill up there uh, from, uh, from his house near Austin uh, to Amarillo. So it was nice. Uh, it was also nice having the GMRS to uh, communicate between uh, Bill and I, and then uh, once we left out the next day, uh, the conversation was uh, between Larry, Bill, and I. So if you guys are not using GMRS, or maybe you're just using it for the trail, Uh, Using it for, you know, getting to the trail, especially if you're traveling some 20 hours or more, uh, I just think it's one of those things you have to have, uh, especially whenever uh, everybody's stopping for uh, gas and food and things. It's just a lot simpler than trying to fiddle with a phone uh, to bring people up to date, and it's certainly uh, safer than trying to text everybody. All right, so I want to thank uh, the the Jeep Talk Show folks that made the trip out there. I've already mentioned some of the names. Uh, Bill. Uh, Larry, uh, Chip, uh, Roger and his wife, Jess, uh, Matt and his wife, uh, F.U. Bob and his mythical wife, Wendy. I am not going to confirm or deny that she actually exists. (laughs) Mm. Uh, And Dutch uh, from uh, the the two cheap Jeep guys that uh, comprise Bob and Dutch, and uh, Dutch had a a special uh, person with him. So, uh, that's all I remember right off the top of my head. I know I'm forgetting somebody. But we had about uh, uh, 10 Jeep Talk Show Jeeps. So when, we Gosh, went out, yeah, so, when we went out for a run, it looked like, you know, that I had, you know, say, uh, you know, can I beg in with you guys? But it wasn't. It was all Jeep Talk Show people. Was wow, everybody awesome. flying
2: a flag? I mean, was there a lot of JTS uh, representation oh, I am so there?
0: glad you mentioned that. So, big thanks to F.U. Bob. We're still going to call him F.U. Bob, though uh on his dime he ordered 20 uh about two foot by one and a half foot uh, flags you know the kind that you put on the windshield i'm sorry on the window on the side clip on and uh, he ordered about 20 jeep talk show flags and handed them out to folks uh so we had uh at least uh eight or or ten jeeps running around with these bright red flags with the jeep talk show logo And, uh, and and yeah oh absolutely and a quick and again it was on bob's dime he he paid for those things uh, so, interesting side story, uh, Julianne, who I'll mention here in a second, invited me to come uh, to a dinner to meet some folks, uh, and uh, I went over there, and one of the guys, you remember the, the lava jacket, uh, Stein, oh, yeah. Stein Jager, right. Stein Yes. Uh-huh. So, he was there, the, the guy that I interviewed, Luke, and uh, at one point he goes, hey, where are, uh, where are those Jeep talk show flags? Do you have any? We want some.
1: He
3: goes.
0: We see them all over Moab, <laughs> and I immediately text Bob to let him know that you know somebody actually saw these things. They were impressed by them, and they wanted some. And I was going to get some for for Luke and his uh, his friend. And then later on, I found out that the Red Rock four wheelers also had the the red flags about that same size. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so so it was a crapshoot. If you saw the Jeep talk show flag and you saw all the other red flags, you thought mm-hmm. they were all Jeep talk show flags. <laughs> it works for us. I <laughs> which, like it, which I was perfectly fine with. <laughs> yeah,
3: perfect. So, I love it. Yeah,
0: so I thought that was really funny, and uh, you just never know. You gotta you gotta get out there first. But uh, big thanks to uh, Fu Bob for uh, pr- providing those flags, and uh, they were uh, they really were they really were very nice and very red, so they really stuck out. Anyway, uh, so Chip, uh, Roger's wife, uh, F.U. Bob, yeah, I mentioned all those. So I want to mention these people uh, quickly. I I met many more than just these people, but uh, Tom Zielinski, 4Fest Events, uh, the guy responsible for getting Jim Morrison on the show. Uh, Ken Tedurski, Tyree Lights, the guy responsible for me uh, uh, giving uh, blind spots and burns to uh, Bill and Andrew uh, while we were out shooting a video for the Tyree Lights stuff uh, a month or so ago. Uh, And uh, Greg Henderson, unofficial use only. Uh, Everybody knows Greg. Uh, Julianne, mentioned her already, Wrangler hers. Uh, Steve with Power Tank, uh, super nice guy. And I made sure the first thing I did was thank him for uh, handing out the power tanks in lieu of the attachments that he was unable to get uh, for our our three winners after his interview. And uh, he looked a little confused when I said thank you for the power tanks. So I may have gotten somebody fired. (laughs) <laughs>
1: well he he does so much steve is awesome i'm no, sure
0: no he probably everything just was fine yeah two together. but well. it was like huh? Oh, power tanks <laughs> free <Yeah>. power tanks <laughs> uh oh. also too uh big shout out to allison uh the duck duck off-road lady she was at the bfg bf goodrich uh, uh tent or display handing out big large or larger than normal blue ducks personally signed to people nice that's so nice. Uh, and she literally walked uh, walked down to where the Tyree booth was and where the Jeep Talk Show Gladiator was and placed one of these ducks on the hood of the Gladiator. And if you follow us on Instagram, you you saw that picture. So I got a, yeah. a signed duck. Unfortunately, I forgot to take it inside and it fell off and I left it behind. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, it's on the dash. Okay. And it stayed on the dash even through Metal Masher and Hell's Revenge. So there you go. It it, it stayed there really well. Uh, And uh, so, anyway, uh, oh, and uh, I was actually leaving to go over to the Jeep Concept vehicles to meet with uh, uh, Tom Zelensky so we could do a little video, Bill and I. And uh, there was Brad from Trail Recon talking to Mm -hmm. some folks. So, so I waited uh, to, to talk to him uh, he looked at me and as soon as he looked at me he put his, uh, his I, put, I had my hand out he put his hand out to shake me and took the other hand yeah. and, and slapped oh, me on God. the shoulder and a big smile nice. And I, and I said you bastard <laughs> <laughs> and he looked looked at me like shocked, you know, but still smiling. I said, "I saw that interview you did with Jim Morrison, <laughs> oh driving one of the concept vehicles." Yeah, no, you got to give him some. Give him some. <laughs> oh, I food. did. No, good
2: job, Tony. Yeah. Good job.
0: <laughs> but he 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 filled me in on some of the background stuff about that, uh, about what happened. Apparently, Jim just kind of took off on a jump that he wasn't anticipating, that Brad wasn't anticipating, and they were both you know, giggling like schoolgirls in the video. Oh, so that's great. If, if you haven't seen the Brad. <laughs> had uh, trail con video on uh, Instagram that's where I saw it you need to check that out it was uh, it was really funny uh, unfortunately uh, I was supposed to get to meet Jim out there but unfortunately he had to leave early on uh, on Monday uh, and uh, at least that's what they're telling me I, I understand Jim <laughs> 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 but uh, your that's reputation okay. preceded you, yes, Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I met so many people. Uh, Dennis Wood of Terraflex, who's been on the show. Uh, yeah. Chris Collard, who hasn't been on the show. He's with Gone Jeeping, and uh, th- there's an interesting story about Chris. Uh, Rick Payway, Gone Jeeping, and and I met these people at the Moab Diner, uh, as well as uh, um, Matt with um, uh, Matt's Off Road uh, and Towing. Uh, and I actually walked up to him and shook his hand. And later I realized I didn't even introduce myself. I just ta- thanked him for being on the show. Sick. <laughs> well, he said breakfast. I didn't want to talk to him a long time. He's, he's you know, waiting to order and stuff. But I got to meet him. Yeah, there's only so much you can say to
2: another man when his mouth is full of sausage. <laughs>
0: uh, or expect them to say anything back. I uh, also met uh, Rob with Quadratech, and if you've li- watched any of the uh, videos, YouTube videos for Quadratech, you have seen Rob. And I, I actually brought him around to my side of uh, where the snorkel side of the Gladiator and pointed out, you see this color-matched piece of the snorkel? I said, this I, I ripped off directly from your video. And he's like, oh, nice. And I told him about, uh, you know, Mercedes actually did all the work there and painted it the wrong color. And he goes, oh, and, and then you had them correct it? I said, no, I rattle canned it. And he was, a little, he was really surprised it looked so good for rattle can. <laughs> so that was great, actually uh, getting to thank somebody for their idea. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. he color matched his, uh, the base of his snorkel uh, to, uh, to the color of his. Uh, I think his, his was gray. And, and Rob was out there doing some, some pretty hard obstacles with his personal rig. oh wow yeah yeah it was uh uh, and again check out our instagram for for those uh, shots those stills and videos so i also met uh terry pritchard for the first time uh terry pritchard was out there for quadratech but he also does the jeep life podcast and uh uh, there's a there was a big get-together on monday night at the the second floor of uh, zach's uh, restaurant and I forget who put it on, but there was pizza. Was it and invite drinks. only?
2: I mean, was it uh, kind of like a uh, an after party type of thing? It was, was. It, a-
0: it was insider like vendors only, but there was no security. <laughs> 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 so, so, so i actually mentioned that there's a few people i said so the problem with this is anybody can just walk up those stairs there's no security here uh and then i know i i realized i would have been stopped but anyway uh i had the jeep talk show hat on so i'm sure it'd have been fine anyway so uh, there was a, a bit of talk between not me but a bit of talk about oh there's the number one jeep podcast uh, you know, and you know, like we're we're number two. And I said, "Hey, I don't know." I, there was just a blog post, and they had us listed as number one in the big scheme of things. It doesn't matter. So that went on for a little while, back and forth uh, for the night. And then at one point, this uh, large, ball-headed with tattoos on the back of his head and neck, biker-looking dude uh, came up to me with uh, Terry and said, uh, "He says so. Terry wants me to take you out." <laughs> and i leaned i leaned into him And that's when tony went back to the hotel room to change his underwear and i leaned in and i said i'm sorry i'm married (laughs) and they both fell out and the the biker dude looked at terry and says you are always setting me up for failure that's great that's great who was he i don't know some friend some friend of terry's (laughs) okay it was really hard to talk. You can, you know, you've been in uh, in yeah. areas where it's just so loud and stuff. Well, I, I've got
2: one of those voices. I'm working in in bars and and clubs so for so many oh, years yeah. of my life, you know, kind of develop that. Well, I suppose there's part of that as well. You, but kind of like a dentist. You know, a dentist is able to sort of figure out what you're saying when you've got a <laughs> mouthful of tools and right. equipment and stuff. You know, and and they're carrying on a full conversation. They have that knack, and it sort of it takes a little bit of a skill to. Uh, be carrying on a conversation in, in, a, in a loud environment like a club, a restaurant, or a bar, you know, something like that. So, mm-hmm.
0: so I went up, uh, I was invited, uh, another one of those invite only things. I was invited to go to Metal Masher, and I think it was a uh, Quadratech, uh, Tread Lightly, maybe the Gonzo. It's like the most VIP access for you of your oh, entire amazing. life. Amazing, <laughs> no just kidding, amazing. So, <laughs> uh, went up on Metal Masher, and um, I won't say that Metal Masher was difficult, it was relentless. So you were, con, con, uh, uh, th- there wasn't a lot of time to relax between shelf, uh, climbing shelves. And uh, you so were, you were
2: constantly having to be mindful of tire placement and line selection and vehicle setup and, and all that sort of stuff, right?
0: Well, probably a lot for me because I don't have a lot of experience uh, going off-road, uh, but it was easily doable in the Gladiator, uh, 35-inch uh, tires and a 2.5-inch lift, although the back of the Gladiator did scrape several times, as you can well imagine. Uh, yeah, those
2: gladiators got a big ass that kind of hangs out the back there. So your departure angle is, uh, well,
0: not exactly conducive for the kind of terrain that you'd find out in, uh, in Moab. There. Right, but it did perfectly fine. So if you have a gladiator uh, and it's uh, somewhat lifted like mine, uh, you certainly can do these things. But you've now, got some rear armor on yours, don't you, Tony? Uh, only the bumper. Uh, so I have the the motor uh, well, There's some side tie-ins too in the
2: rear quarters or something like that. Or oh, something absolutely! You, no,
0: I wasn't going to go any. I wouldn't go on anything like this that didn't have the the bed uh, protection that's behind yeah, the, the wheels. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, but that's if part not, of the that's part of the bumper. That, yeah, that's okay. part of the bumper. So I specifically gotcha. got that motor built bumper because it wraps around and there's tie-ins to the frame. Uh, and if you uh, think not for
2: that would there have been more body damage?
0: Uh, well, there's no body damage uh, on any of the runs that I, I went on, uh, other than uh, backing into a. Uh, it wasn't really even a tree. I don't know what those things are called. Uh, they're like uh, hefty bushes. I mean, like two by four or four by four size pieces of wood on there. That's all twisted and gnarly, and something that you'd find on an oh, alien like the, planet. Uh,
2: infamous words of Monty Python:
0: "This is a shrubbery." <laughs> yeah. So other than backing into it, uh because I uh, I thought I was I, I kind of slid on one of the shelves and when I went to back out, it wasn't uh, I wasn't it wasn't the same way I went in. So mm. I, I destroyed a taillight, a uh, a passenger side taillight which according to Oracle that I talked to the next day, uh it is uh, that's the most common one. And it makes sense because that's the one furthest from the drivers, our hardest to see uh what you're doing that uh, that passenger side. Uh, yeah, but anyway, did did, um,
2: you, did you was it just the lens? Did you did you get into the light or the body at all? I mean, was there uh,
0: anything else messed up? The body is was slightly pushed in at the bottom of the light, uh, but I I pulled that out most uh, mostly, and it was it was only like a quarter an inch, maybe a half inch. And so uh, I was actually able to fit the the light housing back in there, but there's no lens on it. Uh, but uh, fortunately, uh, I'd already replaced the incandescent bulbs. With LED bulbs. So when you pressed on the brake, it was it was red. It still uh, lit up. Yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. It was fully functional. And uh, so I, I drove 20 miles home without a, a, a passenger taillight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did try to buy a set of uh, Oracle uh, taillights for the Gladiator. Uh, the next day on Thursday at the vendor show, but they had... You money. and I
2: actually had an interesting conversation about that on your on your way home. Mm-hmm. Did you want to uh, uh, sort of elaborate on that at all? Well, remind me. I've talked so many times,
0: <laughs> I'm having trouble.
2: I, I bet, I bet. And I, I can only imagine just how excited you've been since coming back uh, from what arguably is probably one of the biggest exp- off-road experiences of your life. Uh, and meeting so many people, I mean, certainly out of your... Um, out of your normal comfort zone, Tony. I'm, I'm, and I hate to be speaking out of turn here, but super proud of you for for doing this and and uh, and getting out there. Uh, and enjoying yourself uh, so much with this, but uh, well, I but do want wanna,
0: to I do want to mention this really fast. My goal for going out there was uh, meeting people, letting more people know about the Jeep Talk Show. That was my one and only goal. Now, going off road certainly was fun, and it's nice having the the big red billboard being seen by people, and also have photographs and stuff taken of it. But again, that goes back to promoting the show, and that was the main reason for going out there, and I wanted to make sure that that happened, and I feel very good about ha- getting that accomplished. Everything else was just frosting.
2: Good, good. Well, on your way back, we had a moment to talk on your, on your drive back from Colorado back into Texas, and you had mentioned um, that you're speaking with the Oracle booth and uh and how they had quoted you a price but you would you had mentioned something like well i'm pretty sure i can get that you know online you know for the same price or something like that there wasn't a uh any kind of a discount or something but then you found a discount you went back to them showed them like hey uh you know these guys what, are offering the it hell for <laughs> 10 bucks less or something and it wasn't a, a massively deep discount or anything like that but it was a cheaper price and, you know, the the conventional thinking is that you, you go to a big show like this, the vendors want to take advantage of that, offer some incentives, and give you a, a show price. I mean, you hear the term show pricing uh, oftentimes. And, and so you expect to maybe get a little bit of a discount, 5%, 10%, you know, don't have to pay for shipping, instant gratification, yada, yada. Um, and that wasn't going on. And so when you showed this, uh, this rep from Oracle uh, the cheaper price, he was a little bit taken aback, and he had mentioned something to you uh, and did, did you relayed that to me? Is, mm-hmm. is is this ringing bells so, at all now? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so
0: he didn't say I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> what? He, now he, but but you know how you have that look, like no, I, I don't believe that yes. price. That exactly. and, and let me let me set it up for you. So I'm standing there at the at the booth at the Oracle booth. I found them, and then I they were on the inside uh, of the the venue, not on the outside like the the rest of us were. And uh, so I was standing there, he was making a sale, and I saw a stack of taillights, but they looked a little thin. So I thought maybe they were for the Wranglers, the JL, JLs and JLUs. And, but I could clearly see the model uh, number on the side of the box. So I figured I'm not doing anything anyway, but waiting. So let me go and look up the tail light online, just anywhere online and and see if I can get a model number and I can just tell if if one of those is is what I want. I was very excited that it may be. So I went and I just found the first place that came up and uh, I clicked on it and it was, uh, they had a price of like uh, $318.99 or something. And I was, I was enthused by that because I thought, okay, well, I'm at a, a vendor uh, booth, so I'll probably get a price in that area. Now, what I had looked at in the prior weeks, because I always look at these things, I like them, I want them. I wasn't planning on getting them anytime soon, though. Uh, I was seeing them online for like $345. Uh, um, uh, and this is several weeks ago. So I thought, well, this is, this is a possibility. They're making a special deal. So uh, it was finally my turn, and he says, oh, no, I'm sorry. We had one set, and we sold those this morning. Uh, My fault for not being there. And I said, well, uh, uh, how much are they? And he said $340. And I was a little surprised because I remembered like $345. uh, Maybe it was more than that, $348 or something. So to be fair, they are currently being sold for $359.96. So $340 isn't a bad price it's not as good a price as I wanted and certainly not as good a price as the 318 that I saw online. And I said, oh, actually, he said, so do you want to go ahead and order them here, get the better price, and we'll just have them shipped to your house. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. And uh, I said, but I'm a little surprised about the 340 uh, because I thought it would be less than that at the show. And uh, I forget what he said. And I said, well, I saw it online for $318. And it was like, Oh no! It it can't be. You must have misread that, or got the wrong part, or something. So I went to my phone and pulled it up in the browser, and he was—he looked at it. He goes, "Oh, uh, he goes that probably isn't for the gladiator. It doesn't because there's no part number." I said, "No, here's the part number," and he looked it up. He looked it up, and he went, "Oh, they can't do this. This is this is less than the price that they are allowed to to have online." And he says, uh, he goes, I'll take care of this. You get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I'll take care of this. And he goes, uh, so you might want to go ahead and place your order now because in a couple of hours, that ad won't be there any longer. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and I told him, I said, well, I, I feel a little nervous about ordering from a company that's not following the rules.
1: Yeah, the map policy.
0: Yeah. And, and if they're doing that, how do I know I'm going to get that or maybe I'm going to get some tiny wish uh, taillights or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so i chose not to order it and you know yeah. i think it was today that that was finally taken down uh so it was up for for several days but uh, i didn't order the the ones for 340 from them uh i uh, uh, I, I didn't order the, the ones that were 318 what i did and i want to mention this because northridge4x4.com comes through again i oh. used the still active jeep talk show coupon on northridge oh. four by four good for you outstanding and like 25 dollars in tax it's like i think it was like 343 dollars so those will be here saturday and i'll be slapping them on the gladiator and uh, i will have some taillights that i've been wanting to have since the uh, oracle first came out on these and also too you're gonna do, a, you're gonna do a write-up a uh, video installation anything like that tony that's the plan uh hopefully it, it, it comes to fruition. <laughs> you know how it works whenever you're wanting to do those things. I yeah. what they say
2: about the plans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I certainly would like to do that. Now, uh, I did uh, through Julianne uh, of regular hers. Uh, she uh, knows uh, the owner of Oracle personally. and uh she, she Who yeah, doesn't uh, no, that woman It's know? amazing. <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble for mentioning how how well known she is in the industry uh but uh so uh look forward to an interview uh with uh probably tiffany of oracle in the future all we got to do is get her to say yes all right so this
2: is another Not an easy task by the way tony getting women to say yes I just just
0: say <laughs>
2: yeah historically speaking well
0: you just, know with with the jeep talk show it's become a lot easier to get them on the on the show because apparently uh, as you would say josh we're kind of a big deal I don't uh, I, it, and i will mention that Finally there was coming a, around tony there's okay. a lot of people out there that do about the jeep talk show it wasn't a hundred percent who never heard of it uh oh it's only 85 percent who that's great and no, and but that's that's a good trajectory to be no, on. no that is
2: man i and i i've said for years you know all it takes is is some serious consistency and and, and some and some Exposure, and we're going to get that traction that that we that we we want and we need. And and events like this, going out there, pressing the flesh, getting out in front of people, them seeing the uh, the logos, um, and and of course all the logos. I mean, a, a team of ten people out there at Easter Jeep Safari. That's that's just great. And we're planning on being there next year as well. So I, I would imagine uh, we may even double uh, the uh, our presence. So
0: very well could be because I'm going to start pressing this uh, early. Because uh, it was so much fun. Uh, there was a lot of people I had never met before, listeners that I had never met before. Uh, Matt and his wife, for example. And uh, Matt was the guy that was building the trailer uh, to, to, go, to take out to Easter We're g less Safari. than
2: 11 months away, Tony. I mean, it's in March next year. So, it's uh, technically right around the corner.
0: I just assumed it would be in April again, but that's fine. I mean, uh, that's, that's weird how it moves around like that. Uh, but uh, I guess it's all tied to uh, when Easter is. So, um, did I mention uh, Matt Caldwell with Tread Lightly? Uh, That's another person that I've interviewed, and I got to meet Matt. Super, super nice. Uh, Oh, and uh, I didn't mention, uh, this isn't somebody that I've interviewed yet, uh, and I'm going to butcher her last name, I just know it. Kim Pintergrass uh, of um, Magnuson Superchargers. Oh, oh my god so i had a wonderful conversation with with her on top there's a little plateau overlook on metal masher i think it's akin to what you see on top of the world but not top of the world mm-hmm. and uh so we're standing there six foot from a thousand foot drop having a conversation about jeeps and uh, superchargers and stuff. And that all started yeah. because uh, Greg, who was leading that trail run, Greg Henderson of uh, Unofficial Use Only, introduced me to her. And then he, he floated off uh, to, to go do other things. And I was just standing there talking to Kim. So uh, I, I fully believe that if uh, Kim and I ever get control uh, over, the, over the United States, we'll fix it very quickly. Because mm, nice. she is a like-minded individual. And she is the owner of uh, the, uh, I'm saying the company name wrong, I just know it is, I didn't write it down, Magnuson um, Superchargers. Right. Um, so uh, she's, she's owned it since 2012. And uh, so Greg was, was relating, I, he was wearing his kilt, as always, and it was very windy up there. Okay. So I told him that he was very <laughs> very brave about wearing the kilt and he started relating a story to us and he said there was he a spinning around very quickly
3: <laughs> he said
0: there was a song that was often played in his house about uh, a, a Scottish song about a Scottish man that uh, got drunk one night he was uh, stumbling home decided he was just going to lay uh, down in the grass and and, and sleep for a while well, uh, two uh, young Scottish ladies. Have you know this one, Josh? I think so. <laughs> I, me too. I two, think two long, young, young so Scottish ladies going. wonder if it's true that that they, they know, that, uh, you don't wear any underwear under the kilt. So they raise up the kilt and to see. And uh, the uh, the one girl had a blue ribbon in her hair, and she took the blue ribbon out and tied it around. You know the yeah. the thing. Remember uh-huh. yeah. The and and, 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 yeah. he, and he, doesn't, he doesn't wake up from this because he's drunk, right? So in the morning, he wakes up because he needs to you know drain the lizard. And he looks down, he sees the blue ribbon, and he says, Laddie, I don't know where you've been, but I see you won first prize. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i was uh, sharing a hotel room with chip and chip thank you very much for uh, uh coming to the eastern jeep Brave safari man. and, and prof- man. That, that <laughs> providing a second bed damn you people there was we were not sharing a bed <laughs> <laughs> although he did demand a certain amount of spooning um but uh so uh, he he had never heard the song he has already heard it always heard it as a joke so, I found the song on YouTube and played oh it. Oh,
1: my God. And oh, he did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He thought it was great. And it was exactly the thing he remembered, but he had never heard the song. So, then I, I immediately got up, went over to the laptop, and emailed that to Kim so she could listen to the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony. So, I don't know that that's Greg's song, but I can't quite imagine uh, it being sung by well, any other Scotchman. Yeah. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so it was a it was a very interesting conversation. Oh, and I got to mention this: my first time meeting Greg in person was when we were collecting uh, at a parking lot there in Moab, uh, the Moab town. And uh, I went over there to him to shake his hand, but before I could do that, uh, he started rubbing my nipple.
1: <laughs> like 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 <laughs> the real one, or or the one on your water bottle. Gently like, what talking about here.
0: Gently. But mainly, <laughs> he started rubbing my my left right my right nipple on my breast. Oh my gosh! Well, so so, I mean, he's so Josh, clearly well, comfortable with you, Tony. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you, Wendy, because I know what you would do. But Josh, what would you do if another man started rubbing your nipple,
2: and you're not in the bathroom? By the way, did he come up from behind? No, no. Like, was it no, no? So hand out, you go to meet him, and his hand doesn't meet your hand. It goes immediately to your chest. And does a little
3: wiggy wiggy wiggy. Not not
0: a not a, tw- not a pinch or anything like that. Just a, a no. nice little circular motion. Just a, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> he was checking for the for hardware. <laughs> I wasn't that excited. I wasn't rings. excited about that. There was no hardware.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh my god <laughs> oh man that's so what great. would you well, do
0: mean, josh as
2: a man if it was a complete stranger it would be one thing this, but, but you if, know I what, the person, <laughs> if i knew the person even if i had not ever met him because i mean honestly look uh, you know you and i ha- had a uh, quite a rep- uh, uh, a history i mean 10 years of of daily if not weekly contact without meeting each other and, and so had that had you done that to me it probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal but for somebody who i don't know who they are And I don't know their name. I don't know who this person or the context or anything. But if I would have known That it was Greg Henderson That would have been A different story but Oh I recognized Greg From the Zoom room I knew who he was That's why I walked up to randomly him If just Comes up to me I mean there might be A little bit of judo moves In there I don't know There might be Just a little there bit There you but, go you know, that, Some sort of Natural reaction That was I, a possibility
0: I A grab of the wrist And a p- twist back Or uh, you know or, or giggle like a little girl Or something or, you know Or something else Yeah so, so can you Can you imagine What I did That's that. Your the, left hand Immediately went to his crotch No no, uh, okay.
1: you, you froze. I, I didn't want to because you kind not believe this is happening, and I don't want to piss off. this I man. didn't want to give Greg the wrong signal about half.
0: Oh no, wait, what?
2: I, I, I turned
1: slightly. <laughs> you say that, Josh.
0: I turned slightly so he could rub the other one simultaneously. <laughs> what?
1: Oh my god! This is where the show takes a really big tank, folks. We're so <laughs> god sorry.
2: So, <laughs> we're going to need Greg on the show to confirm this.
0: And I yes. and I immediately thought of the Water Boy. Where oh, with the oh, very end scene, the guys oh, with the,
3: sorry, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and he fell out. He thought it was hilarious, uh, but he stopped. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Wait so this is I, the I, reputation that we're going to have in Moab from from this point forward. This
1: <laughs> what, comes, this is what Tony comes back from? He goes to the most beautiful place on the planet. He has this awesome time, and he tells us about this. Hey, this is, you know, you're you know,
0: looking most, at it wrong. I got my nipples rubbed. So there's that. businesses put their best foot forward. We send Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Josh, next year we need to go. <laughs> i I'm telling you, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, chaperone, if nothing else. All right, yes. so here's another story. Oh so I, I, I'm, we're going up uh, uh, Metal Masher, and there's not enough time in this show to talk about everything that happened. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with this, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the uh, EJS talk. So, I'm going up Metal Masher. Uh, I'm not uh, in any kind of special position, like right behind Greg or being watched over or anything like that. Missionary. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on my own. Uh, I mean, the nipple rub was the only, only uh, <laughs> attention I got from, from Greg that day. <laughs> no, we talked on the trail and stuff. But anyway, uh, going up uh, uh, those, those shelves, and there was a, a really nice all-black uh, LJ in front of me. And I thought it was great because I love the TJs and the LJs. And um, so it had a, a young lady that was, uh, was driving that, uh, that Jeep. She was doing a great job. Uh, and there was probably 30, 30 Jeeps in the run. So it was a large group. Nice. Wow. So she comes up to this shelf. It wasn't a particularly bad shelf. It was. Uh, it was. It was maybe a little higher than some of the other ones we had been on, but I was not was concerned.
2: Forties? Was she on thirty sevens? Do you know what kind oh, of? Oh, uh, I think
0: she was on thirty threes, maybe thirty fives. So okay. yeah, and right. this is. I don't think. Uh, I didn't know at the time, but I suspected it was a Dana thirty front. So you know, you you want to make sure you're careful about what size tires you put on a Dana thirty, especially of that yeah. vintage. So anyway, she starts going up the shelf. And I noticed the front drive shaft isn't in position any longer. Oh no, oh, no! And it's flopping around. Oh jeez! And I'm pulling up the, the radio, the, the GMRS channel seven, to say hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, before she starts doing any real damage uh, to the, the bottom of the Jeep or the drive shaft or whatever. Had it disconnected from the transfer case side or from the axle side? Uh, axle side. Oh man, which is what it I works. would which is what I would suspect if a if a U joint broke uh and it it, it it twisted out of there so but that's not what happened what happened was really interesting but anyway so she so she, she finally stopped and she was trying to back up and run it again and stuff and as she has one yeah. would, when you didn't know there was a problem and uh finally got her to stop and uh I, I got on uh, channel 7 and I said hey we got a, the LJ is broken down drive shaft is uh, is out front drive shaft is out I need to get some help and Tech people just zoomed in uh to start helping and uh, I sat there for a little while because she was in the middle of the, the way of going forward. And <clears throat> uh, what I found out was the pinion broke. Oh my God. Yes. I was really surprised wow. about that.
2: So the like only. The, like the, the pinion gear or the pinion yoke? or wh- I don't what?
0: know if the nut had backed out and then the yoke started sliding off of the pinion. And because they were they were saying that the the uh, the splines were actually chewed off of the pinion. Oh,
2: that sucks! Oh yeah, it was really strange. So that's that's you're 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 doing a gear change at that point. I mean that's oh yeah. You're, there's no there's no trail fix for that.
0: I mean there was a, a seal, a nut, a yoke. Uh, everything was laying out there, uh, and uh, I, I don't know if the shims fell out. Uh, I forget how the 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 process of how those things yeah. layer in there. But um, so what they had to do was they had to remove the drive shaft from the transfer case. They had to pull both axles out of the, you know, the, the, the Dana 30 and slap everything back together, put the yeah. tires on it. And then, uh, unfortunately, during the trying to get her up over an obstacle, uh, it kind of jammed into the shelf and raised the back end way up in the air. No, and by the time uh, Rob Butterdeck, he'll didn't he'll he... appreciate me for saying this. There was lots of people helping. It was just one of those things, and it went up in the air. And when Rob, uh, they got Rob to, to back off of it. It's it went to the side, and it didn't roll over. It didn't lay on its side, but almost. It bent the uh, the tie rod and the drag link. Jeez,
2: that poor woman, just
0: yeah. ultimate yeah. Yeah. carnage. But there was all kinds of help there was like 30 jeeps behind us and several of those people grabbed their toolboxes and stuff and ran up there to help so
3: i mean that's
2: what jeepers do that's I mean, what we, that's, we do that's, exactly that's what sets us apart from from virtually any other automotive group out there yep. uh, is is we're, we're just that we're that brotherhood that that family mentality we we i mean no matter who you are never met you before in our life And we're going to jump into action and help you out, make sure that you can get off this trail and get back home. Mm
0: -hmm. And if Uh, if you haven't, uh, listeners, if you haven't already listened to the roundtable conversation, and we had uh, Ken Tadurski, we had Greg Henderson, uh, we had uh, actually several people. Uh, Matt uh, Caldwell from Tread Lightly, uh, they were all on our last roundtable, and we were talking about Easter Jeep Safari. And, and Greg goes into detail that I'm like I'm relating now about what happened. And he also told us that uh, he was actually out there because he was uh, uh, wheeling uh, uh, SEMA officials around. And he said he felt a little bad that, that we were actually stuck there so long because there was such a uh, concerted effort of getting this uh, LJ, LJ? JL. LJ. LJ. Uh, LJ up to the top of Metal Masher and then be able to get it down because it's only two wheel drive and a lot of it was being towed. So uh, he was really apologetic to them and they said, no, no, we really like seeing this. Because we are amazed at how much time and effort you guys are putting into this one jeeper that's stuck on this trail. So they really liked it. And we may be seeing more off-road attention at SEMA. Uh, That's why they were there they were interested in getting more information about the off-road crew yeah so it it was it was really cool to be a part of that now i don't want to give anybody any any idea that i was underneath there working on anything i didn't need to (laughs) it was it was elbows and assholes uh to to get that jeep uh, where it could be moved again and uh, and they did get it off the trail but it took probably five hours uh, for them to get it off wow But just such a great thing to be a part of. And I wasn't upset because I couldn't wheel because I was a part of something that was so much bigger than just going out there and having fun.
3: Yeah. That's all part of the experience.
1: Yes. Yeah. But it's all part of the experience. I mean, you don't expect someone to break, you don't really want them to break, but when it does, you just see what this whole community, like Josh was talking about, is all about. That's why we wheel. That's why we go out and do stuff.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Greg was—he uh, he apologized. He said, "I'm just—I'm staying here until that uh, that Jeep is is off the trail and and uh, they're safe and everything else." Nice. And I and I I didn't feel comfortable about just taking off. I wanted to stay there uh, and do what Greg was doing, even though I couldn't help. I could at least be there and be available for help if necessary, or take somebody down in the Gladiator or you know whatever I could do. And uh, I uh, uh, by the time I did leave, most everybody was gone. And uh, that's whenever I uh, broke the taillight when I was trying to get up over a shelf. And I found that picking my own line is not uh, in my wheelhouse yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> you need to
1: come out, Tony. I went, to to come so, out
0: I went up so many shelves, I looked at these, these two shelves that I had to pick from and thought, well, this isn't any big deal. And, and I was hitting stuff on the bottom of the Gladiator, and I was just really surprised. And I tried the, the tougher one, which I thought must be... That one looks tougher, but apparently that must be the one I'm supposed to go on. And when I did, I kind of got slid sideways. And when I went to back up, uh, that uh, that bush, we'll say, a uh, very woody bush, uh, you know, just roached the, the taillight. Uh, and, it, you know, it's no big deal. Uh, it's not metal masher. For me, it's plastic masher. Mm-hmm. But
1: but honestly, this is how you also learn, Tony, because you're still maybe learning the length and the width of that gladiator. And how to pick your line. It's exactly what you have to do sometimes. Yeah, so Go out and try things.
0: The That accident was a happy accident because I was doing so well off-road, but I wasn't picking my line. I was following the person in front of me and seeing what they were doing. So uh, I, I'm definitely not a trail lead, trail leader yet. So, But but that experience will come, and I'll be able to do things. And there was so much of it on Metal Masher. Uh, then, then I don't want to say it's, it was a lot. It's just a lot more than what I'm used to. So that's why I say it was relentless. There wasn't uh, long runs of uh, uh, of smooth areas. So, uh, oh, and real quickly, I'll, and, and I, this is part of the story, so I'll finish this up. So anyway, uh, because I had trouble getting up those shelves, the the lone jeeper that was ahead of me uh, took off and I could, couldn't find him, couldn't catch up with him. So I was without a map, without anything, I was finding my way down from the top of metal masher Hmm. and you're traveling along and you can kind of see a trail um but it's like flat rocks and there's no trail on the flat rock right but but where there's the the i won't even call it sand the the rock debris that red rock debris you'd see tracks and i go okay i'm probably going the right direction so i had some i think it was bob that called me first if you bob called me and says hey we're here at the restaurant how much longer are you going to be and i said i don't know i'm up here on middle mountain by myself or metal Masher by myself and i'm trying to find my way down and it was like oh holy shit i said no it's fine I, I mean all i have to do is is get off the mountain and if i don't make it off by uh nightfall i'm just going to stop sleep in the jeep and then i'll continue on in the morning and then bill calls me and says hey you got a map, and like a dumbass? No, I did not have a map. And oh my
1: gosh! Did you not listen to anything that I teach here on the show? Well, oh, Of course like
0: not. It. I never listen to mom.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, but I was with a group. What do I need a map for? And Ugh. and I didn't. I had spotty internet service, so getting the map oh on, my on my phone wasn't even an option. But I was I was heading That's, down, and I don't doesn't mean matter, and I don't mean <laughs> off a cliff down. There was the trail was definitely going down. And then uh, I, I think Julianne was with, uh, with the guys uh, eating or she found out somehow. So now she's calling me. <laughs> and all of them are, are talking about coming out to help me get off the mountain. And I'm well, that's like, nice. yeah, yeah, it was. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I'll figure it out. It's okay. This is man shit. i ought to be able to do this. So anyway, I'm traveling down and I'm, uh, I'm stopped because I have cell service and I'm trying to pull up a map so I can figure out where I am, make sure I'm going the right way. And a Quadratech vehicle pulls up behind me. I'm kind of blocking the trail. So I move up and move over and they pull up and Chris Collard, uh, the 4x4 Hall of Famer is in the passenger seat. And a Quadratech uh, 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 employee is driving the, uh, driving the Jeep. And mm-hmm. they say, I was going to say, hey, uh, are you guys leaving? Can I follow you? Blah, blah, blah. And Krista says, hey, follow us. Perfect. I'm saved. I'm not sleeping on the mountain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tony.
0: <laughs> so uh, we, we travel for a ways. And uh, it wasn't five or ten minutes, I, I guess. And we come up to a crossroad. You we can either c- continue straight or turn to the left. And the Quadratec guy turns to the left, and he almost immediately stops. Then the reverse lights come on. <laughs> I'm oh. like, oh, shit. <laughs> this guy doesn't know where he's going. And I know him and Chris are just talking back and forth about, you know, we're, we're returning and stuff.
1: Yeah, getting
0: distracted. <laughs> and then, and then he, he puts it back in drive and, and continues on. So we travel, and it's not very far, but, you know, when you're off-road, uh, it takes a while to go a very short distance. Mm-hmm. So, he call, we go up a couple of shelves, no, no big deal, and then he goes up on this next shelf and starts turning around, uh, not, not coming back towards me, but going down, because yeah. we're not going the right way.
1: Oh, sh- <laughs> so, neither of the boys had a map. So, I understand how that goes. So, I'm
0: thinking, well, at least I'll have company sleeping on the mountain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: a great story.
0: I love this. Well, I mean, if you don't go off on this trail a lot, I mean, I, it's easy to get lost out there. So That's anyway, why you
1: need a map? That's yeah, why you need a map? Exactly. And, a, and I will have one
0: next time. Well, I have a, Oh yes, I have you some. Will. I have some good information for everybody here. in Just a second about okay. maps. So, uh, so we turn back around. We go down, and then uh, this area that we had uh, made a turn at uh, was not the the right way to go. It was there was a couple of porta potties, civilization basically, and an ambulance that they had stationed there uh, close <laughs> to the metal masher. And we took another road, and we're heading out. And you can tell by the road surface, there's no more uh, shelves. It's just uh, like that sand, that uh, Moab sand that's uh, on the trail. And it's mostly smooth. And she's like, okay, this looks good. This, this is, this is a positive. So anyway, Julianne calls me back, and she says, uh, how are you doing? Are you getting out of there? And I said, yeah, I think so. We took a couple of uh, wrong turns, but I think things are, are working out. And she goes, um, have, you, uh, have you tried calling the, the trail up on Google Maps? And I said, no, I'm on the trail. Uh, Google Maps doesn't go for the trail. And she goes, well, I guess Moab is big enough because it does.
2: <laughs> That's so, cool.
0: So I just went into Google Maps. At this point, I had good cell service. Uh, I put in Moab, Utah. And it gave me a route on the trail I was on and what trails I needed to turn on no. to get back to Moab. Told Seriously? me it was eight miles Actually, away. trail names and everything. I don't know that it had trail um, names, but it certainly showed me the trail that I was on and which trails maybe, to take to get out of there. Yeah. Wow! Um, so I didn't say anything to the the uh, the quadjet guy and, and Chris. I mean, we're just <laughs> we're just cruising along. I'm following them. They're going the way Google Maps says. Until we got to another uh, intersection. It, it dead-ended into a left or right turn. Um, they turned left. The map said to turn right. So I turned right. That was going to take me to uh, 191 and then on to Moab. So. And? did it work so i oh absolutely and so the a, other crew was never seen from again <laughs> so yeah so i took a right and went over there ran into somebody else josh i think it was the one i told you about that was pulling the white trailer and i was talking to I, him on, and talking to him on the gmrs and he said uh, he got out after we both stopped he says are you with the Jeep Talk Show? And he says, "Are you Tony?" He goes, "Yeah." I thought I recognized your voice, <laughs> so he, he recognized oh, that's my right. voice so, on that. That's so there's awesome. two of
2: us now who have been recognized by our voice.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. Your turn, Josh. Your turn. <laughs> no, I was the first. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. So well, I. That, all three of us have been then.
0: So I offered him a sticker. He goes, "No, I got plenty of stickers." <laughs> then he <laughs> he kind of I guess he saw the nice. tear forming up in my eye, and he says, "But Aww. but but great show! I listen all the time." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh I finished airing up, I got on 191, 191 and headed on over to the Blue Pig in Moab uh, to, to eat with the, the, the group. Uh, Larry was with us and so was Duke, his dog, so we were out on the patio area and I think it was Bob that went in and he said, well, Greg was inside. So that that probably meant that the, the 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 damaged jeep was off the mountain and stuff. So I went over there to, to talk to Greg, and he was sitting there with seven other people in the booth. One of them being Chris Collard, and the other one that was the the driver that mm-hmm. was uh, in the Quadratec vehicle that I was following. So yeah, they did make it there, and yeah. I just don't know how they were going. And Greg immediately goes to the jugular because he probably probably because he couldn't reach my nipples he says so i heard you broke a taillight
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course that's exactly what happened
0: with a shit-eating grin on his face yes, I mean, exactly. yeah, yes, you know yes, that. it's true <laughs> and then i said yeah i did and it was just my dumb ass and uh i said but sadly uh i got separated from the the vehicle i was supposed to, to drive out with because of it and i had to figure out my way down the mountain by myself and it was like he sensed a uh a dark soul passing through his body the
2: The disturbance in the
0: forest his face went completely uh that that shitty grin was completely gone he goes you were up there by yourself i said yeah but it was fine i mean i wasn't complaining to him i was just telling him that he grabs you by both shoulders are you okay?
1: <laughs> never go out by yourself is the next comment he's going to make.
0: No, no. I mean, I wasn't out there by myself. I was there with 30 Jeeps, but the, the... I know, but then you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, stay up with the group. You know, it's it's uh, it's life. But anyway, so, uh, and then Chris uh, Collard uh, jumps in and he goes, he goes, yeah, we turned around when you were just, when you disappeared on the trail and we tried to catch up with you, but we never could catch you. <laughs> i told him Where'd he go? The, Yeah, the table was laughing and i said well this is why i got into trucks than jeeps because i drive fast in in cars uh, yeah. and stuff so uh but yeah i was i was doing 20 30 miles an hour on that uh that trail because i had it in two-wheel drive and i was just cruising especially with that long uh long ass uh gladiator it's, it's nice and smooth and did very well so chris will always remember that they were trying to save me, and whenever I disappeared, they couldn't find me.
1: (laughs) Oh, it
0: was so much fun.
1: I'm so glad it was, Tony, because it's a good experience, and I'm glad you got out. Glad you got to wheel. I think that's the coolest part of it. I know you went there to publish the show and make sure people kind of knew about us, but honestly, it's the wheeling and the connections and the people you met and That camaraderie and for you to see when someone breaks down what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody even thinks twice about it. We just jump in and take care of it.
0: And beyond just having the fun going wheeling, uh, it's really good to be seen because there's a, a lot of credibility points that you get uh when going out there because i've never been fearful about going off road but if you don't go off road that's just something that you say so you know i'm 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 proving it it's just it's so much damn fun in fact i was supposed to go out to the the vendor thing on friday but i begged out with ken because i needed more trails i wanted to get on more trails and that's when we went to hell's revenge and he's
1: hooked now josh look out and we'll just uh, well
0: when i went out there with you guys it was just amazing i loved that place uh gold gold mountain and uh, all that stuff was just wonderful it was a different kind of wheeling but absolutely just wonderful i'm glad that there's so many places around this country this world Mm -hmm. that we have that are so different and you can do the the, do the same thing but have different obstacles on anyway i could talk about this for a lot longer we're running out of time uh so I, i i'm not gonna belabor that but i got a couple of the good stories in and i'm really glad i was able to share them with you and you too the listener
3: from the mind of Nikki
0: G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I thought I'd
2: join the roundtable discussion this week and uh, see what's <laughs> going on. So uh, let me just log in.
3: <laughs>
2: hmm. It seems like the roundtable is a roundtable for one. A lot like the round table I had at the Olive Garden. A party of one is not really a party at all. That joke was lame, but that's not why I'm calling. Oops. I'm calling to tell you that. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes, but it turned out it was the refrigerator all along. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, boys and girls, I'll chat to you later. You have a good one. Bye. So, Wendy, why was uh, Nikki G a party of one in the round table last week?
1: Because you were at Easter Jeep Safari. That's right. There wasn't any, there wasn't any way for anybody to push the button to record it and get it out there. So.
0: The monkey right. wasn't here to press the button. That's
1: right. Sorry, Nikki G.
0: So, uh, and I'll just remind everybody if you were looking for the uh, uh, flagship episodes on Tuesday and Thursday from last week, of course, we mentioned it ahead of time, but that's the reason why we didn't have. Uh, didn't have those episodes. Actually, I guess there, it's this week. Um, oh God, I'm I'm just getting confused. It's there's too much math involved here. Let me tell you exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. So th- the week of the uh, uh, 18th or the, the 9th through the 14th, there are no. There's not a Tuesday or Thursday episode. We will resume our normal activities on the 18th. So we'll be back to the four episodes a week uh, on the on April the 18th. So you got that to look forward to.
2: No, something else you can look forward to is every Tuesday us recording a roundtable episode. That is, unless we're like at Easter Jeep Safari or something like that. Uh, but yeah, as uh, as Nikki G alluded to, uh, missing out on the roundtable episode next Tuesday, very next Tuesday, well, you can find us, the Jeep Talks are recording an episode and you can join us live as we do it. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, and well, you never know who's going to pop in for a, uh, a quick uh, surprise Q&A or something like that. Uh, Anyways, head over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com. Go ahead and smash that contact button up at the top there, and that's going to take you to a page where you're going to find out all the information, all the different ways that you can interact with us here at the show, but also sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. And in that newsletter, you're going to find the information on how to join in on our Tuesday Tuesday Roundtable episodes. It's so much fun, and we highly encourage you to do it. Even if this is your first time listening to the show, well, by all means, you're definitely going to want to uh, check that out. And and there's no VIP, no pay-to-play, nothing like that. You don't have to sign up for nothing. It all happens through a Zoom room. We give you the link, and we give you the code. It's all in the newsletter. All you got to do is head over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. We'll see you there.
0: And uh, we're really excited to announce that our next interview episode, we will be featuring special guest interview with Simon Martin. Of counteractbalancing.com. We've had counteractbalancing.com on, uh, on before, and if you don't know, they are balancing beads. So it is like self-balancing uh, your tire and wheel combination. They're really, really big in the 18-wheelers in the commercial market, but uh, they are uh, also uh, popular, are uh, getting more popular uh, in the Jeep and Toyota and all the all the vehicles that uh, you take off road. So uh, especially if you got bead locks yes 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 because some some shops will not uh, balance uh, bead locks so this is a great uh, alternative for that and they show you how many this how much weight of beads that you need for your tire and wheel combo there's a science to it yep so that's coming up this friday uh, as all our interview episodes are on friday don't miss them they uh they seem to be pretty good
3: good afternoon jeep talk show I am calling in. I I want to admit, I am about a month behind. It is uh, April the 11th, 12th, something like that. And I just listened to episode 774. So I believe that one came out on March 7th, I saw. So I'm a little behind. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know, I heard about the Patreon deal. I think it's a great thing. You guys do a great job. You You really need, I I haven't looked ahead, I I don't like spoilers, I haven't looked ahead so I don't know if Jim Morrison came back on, but you guys really need to start getting paid by Jeep, because you guys keep a lot of people in the Jeep community, (laughs) because you're just great. Anyway, moving on, Uh, anyway, Patreon, great deal, Uh, I would have subscribed, but Josh said that no one ever picked his his basic package, and you know, I did, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, 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 And nobody else did. But I did. And then he (laughs) still says that no one did. So you know what? Yeah, I'll probably still subscribe. But anyway, you guys have a great day. Uh, You do a great job. Except for Chuck. I don't know about that guy. But anyway, no, I like Chuck. Anyway, goodbye. Have a great day. And I've got a huge ass.
0: So, uh, really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, actually, uh, the, the subscription, the Patreon subscription is wonderful. Thank you for that plug and the reminder. Uh, if you don't know what the hell he's talking about, we have we are now on Patreon, and, and it's not just a way for us to get some income from doing this show four times a week. Uh, that's the, that's the part that I try to make you feel guilty. Um the, What's this is
2: uh, us shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got a I got a mouse <laughs> well, in my pocket. Back this bus up a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> I need that sound. The beep 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 Yes you do. So uh the the thing that you might be interested in, uh, when you become a Patreon subscriber, you get a couple of Jeep Talk Show stickers. You also get ad free content. It's the same stuff you hear from everybody else about the ad free content, but you also can listen to the episodes days before it's released
1: nice
0: yes so uh if you if you want to hear the show like just like the day after it's recorded you need to be a patreon subscriber and it's going to help us go and do more things uh like easter jeep safari and if you're there we get to meet you and it, it it that was just a huge blessing getting to meet so many people and uh some jeep talk show listeners out there as well well, hey,
2: think about uh, how beneficial that would be for somebody to be signed up through our Patreon account when we start doing giveaways again. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about early access. No now, kidding. Now <laughs> it all comes together.
0: Yep, yep. So just go over to com, and it, it really got simpler thanks to uh, our JTS team members suggesting that we put a big-ass banner ad at the top of the page that has a blinking subscribe so all you got to do is click that banner ad and it'll take you to Patreon and you can sign up for as little as $5. Should I say a month and just make them think it's only $5 one time? <laughs> it's $5 a month.
2: We'll thank you in advance for that $5 a month and all of your support, of course. But always, as always, thank you for listening to this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback does help us improve the show and reach more Jeep enthusiasts just like yourself. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on social media. We're pretty much on every platform, so you're not going to have a problem finding us. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on the latest Jeep news, events, giveaways, and more. Finally, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. That's our website. Go there right now, and you'll find multiple ways to contact us here at the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Jeep Talk Show. Oh, sure. They can come take my Jeep. From my cold, dead hands.
0: Broadcasting since 2010.